Hello and welcome to the Teach on Teach Strong podcast. I'm Katie, a teacher from London, and this podcast is all about helping teachers with things to do with our mindset, attitude, resilience, well-being, all that kind of stuff, just to make sure that we can be the best teachers we can be. Now, if you've been listening for a while, this podcast has been going since October 2017, and we've passed 100 episodes, which is unbelievable. So, Thank you if you've been listening for that long and thank you if this is your first time joining us. Now I'm kind of re-evaluating where I want this podcast to go and how I want to do it all and stuff. And It's a lot of work putting out a podcast while still teaching. I don't know if there are many people doing both. It is a lot of work. I've currently been putting out episodes twice a week for you with just shorter ones in the middle of the week. But I'm now debating whether to drop down to one a week just because it's quite a lot to put out two even though they might be shorter in the middle of the week, it's still a lot to create everything for it and the blog post and the graphics and uploading it and stuff. So I'd love to hear your feedback on that. If you like them twice a week, drop me a message and email at kt8teachersresourceforce.com and say, no, I really like those midweek quick quotes. They really help give me a little boost. Please keep doing them. And I will do my best to do that for you. If you think, that's ah, all right, I can live with one a week. Also, let me know because I want to make sure that you are getting everything that you need from this podcast. And if it doesn't make a difference, just having one a week, then I'll do that. But if you do prefer having two just to keep you going, then I will do that for you. But I need to know that it's helping you. Otherwise, what's the point in doing it, right? So yeah, please let me know. Also, if you want to join the Facebook group, we can discuss it all in there. I will be asking you guys very shortly what you think and I'll do a little poll in there. If you want to join the group, you can do. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teach on teach strong and you can join there as well. All right, so this week I'm not going to do a quick quote. So we're going to dive straight in. And this is something that's been on my mind. So I felt it was appropriate to say. And this is about what we can do when, you know, when you're just not feeling it with teaching, you know, when it's just kind of difficult when it doesn't need to be. You will know what I mean if you've ever felt it, where it's just kind of like a bit of a slog and you'd love it, but it's just, there's, there's a bit of resistance there and you're not sure what it is. Well, what I've found that I've done, and I hope this will help you too, is focusing on your strength. And I think far too often as teachers, and we encourage this as well with our students, is we focus a lot on weaknesses. And we do this to our kids and we're like pointing out things that they need to improve on all the time. You know, and rightly so, that's kind of our job. But it's also really, really important for so many reasons to focus on strengths. If anything, for self-esteem and well-being, because we all have things that we aren't just naturally good at. And I don't think we should be ignoring those and focusing on our weaknesses and trying to improve them too much. I think especially as teachers, we need to look at what we're good at and play to those. Because when you get a chance to play to your strengths, there is research that backs this up and it says that you feel even more energized and absorbed in what you're doing when you're playing to your strength. So you don't need to feel like there's that resistance. It will just come naturally to you. So when you do things that you're naturally drawn to, it can do wonders for reigniting your passion for teaching. And I think this is why there are some teachers who, um, me included, (laughs) who become a little bit obsessed with things like classroom decor and organizing. 
And that's because that's your strength. That's because you love it. You love decorating. You love making a place cozy. You love organizing. That's why you do it. It's not because that's imposed upon us. I get this all the time. I've talked about this before in previous episodes because I'm one of these people that likes a really nice classroom. And I do get judgments from people and other people might say that they feel bad. They're like, this is, I can't do this. This is not my thing. Or how do you do that? And it's because they're feeling like they should do that too. No one says you have to do that. That's not your thing. That's fine. Like you don't need to put this pressure on yourself. If that's a weakness for you, who cares? (laughs) Like it really doesn't matter. The reason I do it is because it makes me happy. It's playing to my strengths. It's what I'm good at. It's what I enjoy. And therefore it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a slog. It doesn't feel difficult. It, It comes naturally and it helps invigorate me and bring that kind of joy back into my job. That's also why some people do things like performing with props and getting dressed up for their classes. That, not my thing. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. I'm very much introvert. I'm not a big performer. I don't like that kind of attention on me. I know it's weird being a teacher with people watching you all day, but you know what I mean. That's not my thing. But I know I do see people like on the gram who dress up for their kids and I think more power to you. That's your strength. That's what you love doing. Do more of that. If that excites you, if that makes you happy, yes, do it. That's excellent. Now, if you're more of a quiet kind of teacher, I'm quite quiet teacher, but there are times where I do get up and do little boogies in front of my class and I like to dance and just make things happy and excited because I like it when kids are laughing and happy. There are teachers I know who don't. They prefer their students to be quiet and calm and, and that's fine. That's how you like it. That's okay. I think we need to pay more attention to what our strengths are. And it gives you so many more opportunities. So once you start really digging into what it is that your strengths are, you get opportunities to do things that you might not have thought before. So there might be a club that you might want to run or an event that you might want to organize. And it will never really feel like hard work because it comes so naturally to you. Now, it's easier said than done because actually... Very few of us, I think, can be honest with ourselves enough to say that we really know who we are. Because we're constantly evolving people, it's really hard to have a firm grasp on who you are and what your strengths are. So you need to now take the time to really work out what that is. And that's actually the hardest bit of what we're going to be talking about today. So I have some questions for you that you can answer that might help you get a bit closer to what your strengths are and how you can use that to play in your teaching role and that will really help reignite the fire and get you passionate and excited about teaching again. So what I want you to do is think of a time when you were at your best self. So where were you? What was happening? How were you performing? What did you do that you thought, wow, I really did well in that situation. Go me. There must be a time. Find it. Okay. Pause this podcast if you have to, if you need some time to think. I expect you probably will need a few minutes to just reflect on some things that have happened. So pause this and come back to the next questions once you've got something. The next thing you need to do, after you've thought of a time when you were at your best self, what strengths were you using? Then how did it feel to be doing that? And then what was the impact on others? Knowing this information about yourself will really help you more consciously deploy it into your job. So for me, as an example, a time when I was at my best self, 
I think was when I was on a school trip many years ago, the start of my career. We were out orienteering in Wales and our guide got lost, (laughs) which was a nightmare because it was getting late at night and we were in the middle of nowhere. If you've ever been to Wales or you've heard of anything about Wales, it's literally just loads of hills and sheep and stuff. There's not much else there. And it was really late at night. It was starting to get dark. And our orienteer basically said, okay, I don't know where we are, but there's a road there. So we're going to have to go down there to get out and follow the road and hopefully you can call someone for help. (laughs) In order to get to that road, we had to slide down a hill covered in sheep poo and then walk through a forest to get to the end of the road. Now, bear in mind, I was very young. My students were all screaming and crying that they're going to die. And I was in a situation where I was like, I'm also really scared. But I had to act then and I didn't really think about it. I just kind of jumped to performance. I was like, right, I've got to be the adult here. (laughs) I have to keep these kids happy and excited. And so what I did is I turned it into a big game. Walking through the forest, um, I was like, okay, I have to make you happy. So I just started singing and chanting and getting everyone to march in line and one, two, three, four, doing all these silly chants and dances and things through the forest in the middle of the night while we were all scared and they were having a great time. And I managed to turn it into a really exciting and fun experience, even though we were all really scared. And I'll never forget that because that's I, I surprised myself in that situation because I'm normally the person that's the one screaming, going, oh my God, what are we going to do? But... I think I was at my best self then, because if I answer these questions I just told you, what strengths were you using? Well, I was using my humour and my energy and my excitement to get the kids happy. How did it feel to be doing that? Well, that felt really, I felt quite empowered. I felt really important. I felt I was there for a purpose. I felt that I was able to make people happy. And then the impact on others was, well, I stopped them from being terrified and scared and screaming and I actually turned it into a game and I made it fun and I made it a really good experience that we all remembered and probably remember forever. So those questions and those prompts really can bring out some important strengths within you because knowing this information about yourself will help you deploy it into your teaching job and that's what I do now. I use that kind of energy and that excitement and sometimes I sing in in my lessons and I get kids hyped up and I get them pumped and I get them really enjoying being there and being in my route. So I still use that and my best lessons, my most fun lessons are when I'm acting like that and when I'm using those strengths and my humour and things. So it does reveal a lot about you. Now you all have these strengths. You've got a strength in you. Your strength might be different to my strength. You might be someone who's really good in a crisis and really calm under pressure and not running around screaming oh my god we're gonna die (laughs) but you need to think about what that is so think of a time when you're at your best self when you really think you nailed that you did a good job what strengths were you using how did it feel to be doing that and what was the impact on others so what personal strengths now are having looked at all that what personal strengths do you want to pay most attention to because the chances are you can have more than one. So focus on a few. What changes do you need to make sure that you're making the most of these strengths? And then finally, how do these strengths fit in with your role as a teacher? So how can you use 
what you're naturally good at in your teaching job. And you need to think about how you can incorporate that. So if it is decor and interior design, how can you do that in your classroom? And if you don't have your own classroom, is there a way that you can still do that? Could you help a colleague with their classroom? Could you help set up an area of the school? Get creative. There are ways to do it. You have the strengths and when you are actually deploying them and using these strengths, things that you're naturally good at, just naturally, when you use them in your job as a teacher, you will find that it will reignite your passion for teaching and you will continue to be the best teacher that you can be. And I hope that you're going to enjoy yourself and that, of course, that your students will benefit from this as well. Okay, so that's all for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been useful. Remember to hit me up on Facebook or send me an email if you have any feedback about this podcast and where you'd like it to go and whether you want a midweek quick quote boost or whether just these episodes on Sundays are enough. Let me know if you have any specific topics or areas of interest that you want to talk about. I do this podcast to serve you. There is no benefit for me other than feel good vibes. It really is all about you. So your feedback and your input is really important because I want to make sure that you are getting what you need from it. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope to hear from you soon. And as always, teach on, teach strong and I will catch you next time.